Welcome, everybody, to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Asterios Kokodos. With us, as always, is Sriracha. Hello. Right now, Sriracha and I, we're kind of having a debate as to where we should have our wedding. There are two contenders that are, that are, are have kind of like made it to the final round. Would that be fair to say, Sriracha? Yeah, I mean, I think that one idea is better than the other one, but there are two contenders. Okay, really? Because yeah. I also think one idea is better than the other one. And I wonder whose idea we both think is better than the other person's idea. All right. Yeah. So... Sriracha has long had a dream of getting married in a castle. And there's like a famous castle in New York called like the Barrows Castle. And it's like New York's first castle. It was built in the 1700s by like a rich British guy. And people get married in this like castle in New York. It's only like 40 minutes away from where we live. It's like at the top of Central Park. You got to like get it years in advance, but like a castle wedding. Sriracha, what do you think of that? Yeah, oh my god, yeah, that's my dream, man. I'm telling you, I'm going to be the biggest bitch on my wedding day. <laughs> I can't wait to become a bridezilla because I'm literally a princess. Okay, all right, but, but again, we're not going to say whose idea is whose. Yeah, oh, So okay. it's like, so who knows? Like, I could be the one pushing the castle idea. Like, we, like listeners, you don't know. Listener, you don't know. You just pretend you don't know. Pretend you don't know. Pretend you don't know. Okay, now here's the second thing, and again... See if you can guess who came up with which idea, listener. Now, one of us thinks a great place to have the wedding would be Hershey Park in Hershey Park, Pennsylvania. Nonstop chocolate, nonstop rides, roller coasters, sesame places there, hang out with Big Bird, Oscar the Grouch could be someone's best man. Like, uh, they have a little, like, Disney Springs thing across the street. You can, like, eat at the Hershey's Chocolate Factory. Uh, you could, there's a big tower you could go up in and, like, it takes you all the way to the top of the tower and you can kiss a Hershey's kiss, like the Hershey's kiss, but you kiss in the tower. So, I don't know, maybe, like, people can say, like, I do and have their first wedding kiss up at this tower, go on the big swings, Go to the water park, stay at the Cartoon Network Hotel. Uh, but again, this is what the, both of these ideas I think we're both equally excited about. Yeah, they're equally as exciting and ambiguous as to who likes them more. Okay. All right. Now, on three, let's reveal whose idea we both like more. All right. All One, right. One, two, two three. three. I like Hershey Castle Park wedding. better. Wh wait, what? Damn you. What yeah. the hell? Who could have possibly predicted this wild turn of events? I thought you were on my side with Hershey Park. Yeah, no, I don't want those characters molesting my guests. Listen, if you want the characters in the mascot costume to molest your guests, you well, then you need some psychological evaluations. But I am the team. Everybody listening to this, I remember that I am the non-molesting team. Okay, first off. They really do screen who they put in the Big Bird costume. I don't think they do. Big Bird, big responsibility. It's not like fucking Times Square. Today I saw three, I was in Times Square this morning. I saw three Minnie Mouses congregating on a corner smoking cigarettes. You think that would fly in Disney? You got to spread out your Minnie Mouses. Times Square's 20 blocks, Minnie. It's like just, you could each take five blocks and not ruin the illusion. I mean, the real real estate, though, is in front of the giant ad, like the tower ad thinks that's where all the Chinese tourists go and take their selfies. Oh, my God. I have a great idea. What if we got a mascot costume and we just stood in the background of everybody's selfies and then they had to pay us to get out of the way? <laughs> 
for their pictures. Okay, but it would have to be two mascots you don't want in your photos. Like, I will dress like Elon Musk. Oh, okay. Oh, let me think. Let me think. I'm going to wear one of those terrifying Obama masks. <laughs> okay, excellent. Here's what we need to do. You in an Obama mask, given the double bird. That like yeah. these tourists will pay anything to get you. They pay thousands of dollars to come to New York. Five dollars to get vulgar Obama out of their picture is a bargain. Yeah, exactly. You went all the way here just to post your double selfie, and now you got a guy <laughs> flipping you off in the background. And also, Elon Musk is there. This is okay. This is perfect. <laughs> I'll dress up. I'll dress up like Elon Musk and I'll just like, just keep talking about NFTs. I'll be like, they're the future, man. Like, I'll just like keep talking about crypto. Oh, by the way, is it his fault that like all the cryptocurrency lost its value the other day? I saw everybody blame Elon Musk. Um, I saw there was a big Wall Street sell off, but I don't know what triggered that. But oh man, my, my, <laughs> I'm ruined for marriage. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've gotten my ass ripped open. <laughs> so hard on chain like oh boy oh sob oh cry my liver hurts now now recently you and i were looking at the price of chain like and it was over 50 dollars. so i remember thinking at the time like damn it i wish i'd bought more chain link uh what's it up to now like 60 65 one thousand dollars as was foretold by the memes no it's like 20 bucks <laughs> oh no i bought it 40 Oh, you're fucked. I haven't. I, you know what? I saw that cryptocurrency was taking a bath the other day. I just deleted all the apps on my phone. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, no, that's the only way. That's the best way to, listeners, if you want to invest in cryptocurrency, here's how you do it. You open a wallet, you buy a bunch of crypto, and then you delete <laughs> the wallet from your phone. <laughs> you write the password down, put it somewhere that you never touch, like uh, under your fireplace or something, and then you just leave it alone for five years until you see on TV, one Bitcoin now worth a billion dollars and then you're like oh hey cool i have that wallet i forgot about it. that's exactly what happened with me and phantom wait what what <laughs> the hell panties. is phantom what are fan i'm sorry did you say panties fanties okay well, f-a-n-t-e-i-e-s now i'm a lot less interested but just tell the, i guess tell the story i guess <laughs> the fanties is the uh, i don't know if we made that up but this is a thing that me and another guy on instagram who keeps messaging me about fanties he's like how are your fanties doing i was like oh fuck i forgot i had those yeah i bought ten thousand uh ftm phantom as a meme and then it at like a fraction of a cent and then it went up to like two dollars oh my god isn't that crazy? You bought this thing at like .0005 cents and now it's worth $2 each? Yeah, uh -huh. I'm sad I only bought 10,000 of them, but I did it because I like the memes. As <laughs> does inform all of my crypto purchases. God damn you crypto bros. Like the when the market fell apart and like uh, like the ether I owned lost a significant amount of, of its value, my only thought was like god damn it. I wish I had a bunch of money to buy. I was like crypto's on sale. It's a Black Friday sale, Anon. Yeah, I heard it was a Black Friday sale. Black Friday, oh my God. Was it Friday? No, it was like Wednesday. I don't know. I just saw Black Friday. I was like, that's pretty clever. Damn you. <laughs> wish I had. I wish it wasn't Christmas. I didn't just bought a bunch of gifts for everybody. I just bought my mom a new thermostat. I bought my dad a haircutting system that he saw on TV. My dad saw this thing called like the titanium blade. You need to just ban your parents from the TV. They start, they're starting to get ideas. They love the TV. <laughs> First, uh, What's it called? The Rand Johnny Marbleau 
coin. Oh, we talked the, about oh, last week. oh, you Chuck Woolery coin. Chuck coin. Chuck Woolery coin. Last week, and now it's a hair trimmer. I'm telling you, the box, the mind control box is getting your parents. <laughs> My dad was so excited about this haircutting thing, and he was so excited it was Christmas because he was like, I can make one of my kids buy this for me. So I go on the internet, I look it up, and I'm like, it has a thousand one-star reviews on Amazon. The easiest, everything has a thousand five-star reviews on Amazon. It's the easiest place to buy reviews. Like, yeah, no, that's weird. They must be real bad. I mean, if you advertise on TV, there's something wrong with your either your product or your brand. Yes, of course. But I knew the only way I could convince my dad that this product didn't work would be to buy it for him. So I bought him the thing, it shipped to his house. It's this like comb that cuts your hair as you brush your hair. And so it kind of like makes, it's a cool idea. It's like, he could do that. He could brush his hair. And so he tries it once. It cuts off a tiny amount of his hair, then gets stuck in his hair. And now he has this like, as seen on TV, titanium blade. By the way, it's not made of titanium. It's made of plastic. Things stuck in his hair. He has to like rip out a giant chunk of his hair to get these goddamn clippers out. And then the next day I get a notification, Amazon, like, we received your return <laughs> for the titanium I mean blade. <laughs> I mean, if you buy it, then they already win. They already get to add that in their sales figures. Now, look, they do. Look, they won. They won. But now my dad said, you don't have to buy me another present. You did your job. So now I just get the 20 bucks back. It's a pretty Merry Christmas for me. Yeah, I mean, and, and, uh, yeah. Oh, I should do that. I should start intentionally buying my relatives things that I know they're going to fucking hate. So that way they'll return it and I get my money back. They're going to forget. They're going to forget. The other gift I bought, I bought myself a gift uh, for finishing my voiceover reel. I bought myself the gift of a pair of AirPods Pro. I talked about this on the Lime and the Coconuts. I am tired of being the person on conference calls wearing a big gamer headset. The, oh, the, the yeah. headset I'm wearing now. Can you describe the headset I'm wearing now, Sriracha? It looks like Ninja. You look like a Twitch streamer that's about to use a variety of racial slurs mm. <laughs> during a League of Legends game. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you have to hide your gamer. It's like... a. <laughs> Well, you do you read that article that came out about half a year ago about uh, people move here from India and then are still like segregating one another by caste. And one of the ways that they do that is they'll pat them on the back. And if there's like there's a religion in India where you tie a string around your waist or something, and that's one of the lower classes. So if they feel that, then they know to look down on you. That's gamers are the most oppressed race. So you need to act a little less gamer. It's the last acceptable bias in America. All us gamers, we get it. So I bought the things. I bought the AirPods Pro. So I looked like every other basic bitch on a conference call. These things are the worst. One of them immediately fell out of my ear. On They're the always falling out of my ears. Those stupid things. They're awful. Yeah, look, but I expect your regular AirPods to fall out of your ear. These are the AirPods Pro. They have the little gimmick that like goes all the way in your ear canal and like suctions into your ear like do things that like permanently destroy your hearing they have those what's the difference between regular airpod and airpod pro i'll show you because i have them here i'm going to show you this and see if maybe you could describe it a little bit better than me oh okay it is oh it looks like 
it's an AirPod. So you know how the AirPods are just round? This AirPod has a little donger. So you could really just jam it down your ear. Okay, and that fell out? Yes, it fell out. These things have silicone tips, you know, and it fell right out of my ear, right onto the ground. The only reason I realized it fell out was that, like, all of a sudden, my podcast was only coming in through my left ear. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm only getting half as much of Jim Ross's opinions on today's current wrestling product. Wait, God damn it, it's on the floor! The other thing is, these AirPods Pro have these little... Uh, the only way to describe them is touch screens. They have these little, like, touch pads on them. So, like, when you tap the AirPod Pro, it picks up a call. But when you tap the AirPod Pro, it also immediately hangs up a call. So, And these things are just banging into my ears all day. And so, like, I'm just moving my head left and right, or I'll be wearing a hat, and I'll be on a conference call. All of a sudden, it'll just hang up the conference call. I spent $200 on these goddamn things. Yeah, no, that's, I would not buy those if you describe those features to me first. You tap it and it ends a call. I feel like that mm -hmm. combined with the falling out of the ear issue is going to cause some broken friendships. My plan is that these AirPods Pro, I will only be using them at the apartment for conference calls and that's it. I I won't take them on the go. I won't wear them on the plane because they're... They're too valuable. If I lose them, I'm screwed. Yeah, no, okay, I understand that. But do they get sad? Are they like Pokemon? Do they get sad? Do you think they were sitting in the Apple store saying, oh, wow, I can't wait to go on runs into the gym, and then they live their life in a dusty little box? All right, I'll wear them everywhere. Okay, if they we're going to human, humanize them, I'll wear they them They say, I, I hope we have a conference call today, and then one day you just get a new job, and they never <laughs> hear from you again. <laughs> We've never talked about this on air, but it's the one it, it's one of the only moments in our relationship where I got genuinely upset <laughs> at Sriracha and her laughter. She knows where I'm going with this. Oh, I do. <laughs> I was actually I had to like stop us walking and I had to say like please stop doing this. You have no idea how this is really unironically bothering me. Would you like to tell the story or should I? No, you don't. It's so good. Okay. So I take her to Star Wars Disneyland, okay? I take her there. I buy the ticket. I'm buying her $17 blue milks all day spiked with friggin' uh, rum and absinthe and all this stuff. I'm taking her on rides and I'm taking her out to dinner. I'm buying her and I see these little porgs, these little shoulder porgs. They're, these They're like three inches tall. Yeah. They're little three-inch porgs, and they come with a little magnetic base. So you put the magnet under your shirt, then you put the porg on over your shirt, and the magnet makes it look like it's just always going around on your shoulder all day. So cute. <laughs> no, I love, the, I love these porgs. These are some of my favorite porgs that we own. We own two of them. Their names are Buddy and Cheeky because they have big, beautiful cheeks, and because like they look, they look like your little buddy. But they're like $25 or $30 each. And uh, we're at the trading post which with a Celestian cashier and whatever. And there's a guard. There's imperial guards outside. And I'm like, well, I can only afford to buy like one of these things, Sriracha. So, uh, so can you pick one? And Sriracha's drunk as balls. <laughs> as, as were most of these good stories. <laughs> yeah. And... So she starts doing voices for all the porgs and I'm not buying. And she's making the porgs beg for their lives. <laughs> I 
hand though. I took a giant handful of like 30 of them and then I went over to you and they were like, please take us home. We don't want to be sneezed on anymore. Daddy Asterios. She had them call me Daddy Asterios. She had them go like, please, please, please. And she was like going all in on this character. She was like, please, please, please. Don't leave me here. Please, please. I'm, I'm getting sneezed on. It's terrible here. You've got to take me home. You have to save me. You have to save me, Daddy Asterios. And my mind was breaking into pieces because I'm like, well, I guess I do have to save all these porgs. <laughs> you have to save the inanimate objects. And I started, and I had this thought. I said, I bet I could get about $1,000 worth of these porgs. Like, I'd have to work a bunch of overtime, and, like, I'd be late on a credit card payment. Maybe, like, I could talk to my landlord and be like, uh, like, I'll be a little bit late. But I was like, but these porks need to be saved, and I have to do the right thing. I have to save these porks. I was like, wait a minute. They're just toys. <laughs> they're toys, Asterios. They're very expensive toys. And then we leave, and then she's still making, like, the begging <laughs> noises and she's still doing the bay down and she's like i can hear them from here they're going please come back please please daddy stairs i thought you loved us i thought you loved us i thought you were going to be our forever daddy they're sitting there in the cage together saying it's okay we see customers come back in all the time maybe he'll come back and she just won't stop she's got like she's drinking like a blue milk and a green milk and she has a porg on her shoulder and she won't stop this narrative. And I had to turn to her and go, Sriracha, I know what you're doing is very funny. I, I know <laughs> it's funny. I agree it's funny. You're a very good comedian. You've got a very good bit. Please stop this before I go and buy a bunch of those porgs and make our lives harder. I remember you saying that. You're just like, Sriracha, if you don't stop, I'm going to buy all the porgs. And I was like, all right, all right. Yeah, and I was like, that means, like, I can't buy you dinner tonight. Like, it's going to really restrict what we can do and where we can go here in Orlando. And at first, the first thing she said was, do it, pussy. Which, oh, did I? Yes, yeah. You were like, I'd like to see that. Do it, pussy. And I'm like, well, now you've, you've, you've brought me ever closer to making a gigantic financial mistake. But then finally, you were like, no, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. I even made up a... I even made up a counter narrative. I was like, okay, Sturis, they're only alive after you buy them. Because when you swipe the thing, that's uh, that makes them alive. Yeah. So she <laughs> barcode. She had to come up with a lore that these porgs are only alive when the credit card transaction goes through and it activates the love in their hearts. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> you need to swipe them across. What's that red thing, you know, that you yeah. scan part? Yeah, on? the scanner. That actually brings them to life. It warms their dead heart. She she said, and that's, of course, why, like, these porgs can survive, like, months-long journeys on airplanes and boats from China to America because, like, they don't truly come to life until you pull them out of the package, hug them for the first time, love you, like, and whatever she said worked. <laughs> and I was like, I can, I was like, this is, this, lo I get this logic, I get this logic. And we only left buying two porks that day. And yeah, not, we did buy two of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had to, like, she was, they were begging for their lives, listeners. <laughs> you don't understand, they were begging, they were on their knees. It was real bad. But hey. Maybe because of all the torture you put me through at this amazing Star Wars day I planned for you, maybe 
it, maybe it's time for like Uncle Asteris to get a little something, a little like Hershey Park wedding action. Oh, really? Is that what you're going to torture me? Why don't I make the rides alive and then they are in pain when you ride them? Would that work? Would that work? Just, can I use my counter-counter narrative on you? What if the chocolate's alive and it's only wishes to be eaten on the most special day of your life, your wedding day? That doesn't make any sense. No sense at all. Usually they would be screaming for their lives. Like you bite one of the porgs, they're going to scream. No, but if you don't play with the toys, they get upset. You saw Toy Story 3. Those yeah, well, toys were trying to commit Sudoku. Yeah, but the roller coasters, it's like a car on their backs. It's like running a toy car over and over your spinal column. And every day they get up, they're like, oh, I hate my job. Wish I could get a new one. Wish I could be that little bumblebee ride the kindergartners go on. Hell no. When the, like, those roller coasters love their jobs because like they're terrifying people. When they make you puke, they like get a boner. Like They derive sexual satisfaction from making people throw up. They do like to see people throw up and people in pain. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm telling you, Hershey Park, think about this. Our nieces and nephews, it would be the only wedding in history that would not bore kids. Like that is true. They come to the thing, we get we get married by Big Bird, you know, just like how Big Bird ran Jim Henson's funeral. Well, if if Big Bird can run a funeral, they can run a wedding. That's what priests do. Big Bird gets us married. We we slice into like a big Hershey's kiss, give each other little Hershey's kisses before we kiss. Free parking. Everyone can stay at the Cartoon Network Hotel or they can stay like at a Motel 6. It's very easy to get to Hershey Park. Like, no one's going to be able to find this dumbass castle like in the upper northwest corner of Central Park. And where the fuck are they going to park? Like on the street? Where are they going to have to like keep filling up their meters every two hours? And you know what happens in Central Park. After dark, you've seen Law and Order. Oh, and no, you gotta, you gotta get in there, get married, get the f out. Yeah, you can't go jogging five feet without running into a corpse, and then minutes later explaining what you saw to Mariska Hargitay. It's impossible. It's impossible. It, it, corpses and dudes blow another dude, yeah. which I think would also amuse our guests. Look, look, do you see me complaining about the anonymous sex that happens on the Ramble? I'm not complaining about the anonymous sex that happens on the Ramble. That's, you know what? The Ramble is theirs. I don't know why you and I are there. We know at yeah. this point what happens in the Ramble. It's part of their culture. Yeah. It's an important part of their culture. Yeah, exactly. That, you know, that that's like going to Chinatown and wondering why there's so many Asian people there. It's like, yeah, they, it's in the name. It's Chinatown. Yeah, so they should rename it from the Ramble to the Blowjob Alleyway, the Blowjob Center, I do the Blowjob like, Depot. I do like the idea of, like, the Blowjob Promenade. <laughs> Take a delightful stroll down the blowjob promenade. Do not bring your kids. Not family friendly. All right. Now let's make the case for each other's wedding venue. Like let's let's see the other side of the debate. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, going to a castle is great. Uh, that won't make you look like a basic bitch at all. Like, if there's one thing people love, it's being like in an old, stinky, smelly castle where people were tortured. And, you know, the rat, like, King Rat lives in that castle. You know who the king of that castle is? The rat that landed on Asterius's face. So <sighs> the only thing more fun than, like, getting a weird disease that only grows in the walls of a castle is being married there. I'm a stereo's Coconos pro castle guy. 
Well, okay. I'm Sriracha Pro Hershey Park. You know what's the safest thing in the entire world? Drunk people and heavy machinery. We should get a bunch of people absolutely wasted and then see how well they buckle their seatbelts on roller coasters. You don't think Hershey Park knows how to handle drunks? It's also, in Pennsylvania. That's where alcoholism was created. Yeah, no, that's great. I'm sure they very, very thoroughly screen whoever's in those costumes around kids all day. <laughs> I mean, because that's the job everybody wants, right? To be stuffed in. It's like they say, if you're, pe- if you're offering $2 an hour for a babysitter, the only people that are going to take that job are people that really want that job. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's the job everybody wants. You don't need to worry that being a crammed in a mascot suit forced to be on your feet all day for minimum wage, probably. They're very big feet. It's Big Bird's feet. They spread out a lot of the pain in there. And they got little fans in there. They're fine. And look, back to Pennsylvania, Philly is entirely bars. The, the show, It's Always Study in Philadelphia, is about a bar in Pennsylvania. If there's one thing people know how to do in Philly and Pittsburgh, it's get fucking wasted. Oh, yeah. No, Philadelphia is its own fucking thing. Have I ever talked about this? Philadelphia, for some reason, just makes its own laws and is allowed to do that. Like, very recently, they decriminalized marijuana, and you can buy it at those stores that are run by the med- medicinal centers or whatever really but nowhere else in the state did they do that is, i can is that allowed is Philadelphia allowed to just do that yeah i i mean because i like weed i'm gonna say yeah that seems cool yeah sure look whatever gets me the weed uh, new york recently did something like that like here in new york city just a couple of days ago we opened up our first legal injection site so like now if you want to shoot up heroin under the supervision of the local government You can go to this building. They'll give you fresh needles. They'll give you a safe little spot. You can shoot up. And if you want to get clean, they'll help you get clean too. Oh, I thought you said lethal, our first lethal injection site. I was like, oh boy, sign me up. I'm done. (laughs) No, no. But there are those new suicide pods out of Switzerland, which seem pretty cool. Yeah. Can you do me a favor? Can you Google suicide pod? (laughs) Okay, sure. Is this like the suicide roller coasters? (laughs) No, it's much better than those suicide roller coasters. All right, while Sriracha's pulling this up, it looks like a photon torpedo or a casket. Like you climb in, then you turn some knobs and dials or whatever. It releases like a painless, harmless, odorless gas. You just like slowly drift off to your forever sleep. Holy shit. Switzerland approves use of 3D printed uh, suicide pods that can be activated with only by blinking. Oh, yeah. my God. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the, and these pods are portable. So, like, if you want to, like, go kill yourself out in, like, the pastoral desert, in, like, the, in, like, the, the, the lush greenery of the forest, you want to go to the top of a building or the base of a mountain, like, it's suicide on the go. How do you decide, like, where, oh, my God, maybe we have our wedding at the castle and then we both kill ourselves at Hershey Park? (laughs) How about that? I think that's a fair compromise. I went to Hershey Park when I was a kid, and it's a lot of fun. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Do you want a Disney wedding? Do you want a Disney wedding where we get married to Magic Kingdom and we fucking uh, Pocahontas marries us? Would that satisfy you? We can, like, we could put cans on the back of a space mountain that says just, I could dress up like a Jedi and you could dress up like Belle. We could have chip days. that what you want? I, if, I, if I'm going to become a Disney adult after getting married, I need to practice my, uh, smiling like this can you describe i literally can't describe what you're doing right now it's so okay uh 
Disney adults, females, in my experience, have all had huge foreheads, which I already got, and these gigantic gummy smiles. Like, you can see an inch of their gums with their teeth. Why are they all like that? Why do they all look like that? More gums than teeth. I did not know that female Disney adults had very gummy smiles. A buddy, a listener of ours, he's getting married at Disney. And this is kind of what gave me the idea to do Hershey Park. Oh, sorry about that guy. And, <laughs> I'm sure your wife is beautiful. And uh, and I was like, how much to get married? How much to get married at Disney? And he was like, $16,000. Now, while that sounds like a lot of money for almost anything for a wedding $16,000 is a remarkably low amount of money yeah dude that's less money than my mom paid for her car what the fuck it's that cheap what does that include he's like getting like the top floor of a Disney restaurant for a couple of hours so most of that money is just towards an unlimited bar and unlimited food like let's say it's like a $10,000 buyout for this restaurant to have like 100 people there even for two hours of unlimited Disney drinks, it's like you see what they do to those goddamn drinks. They've got like 40 ingredients and they're on fire and they have an action figure in them and they come with an NFT now. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, your coasters at your wedding. Oh, my God. We need NFTs at our coasters. We do need NFT wedding favors, don't we? We need to be the first. We do. We need the, oh, my God. We could totally get on. What is this website? You PCGamer.com. Whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, just because earlier today I was telling Sriracha, uh, so Ubisoft started selling NFTs in their game Tom Clancy's Breakpoint, and their big thing was you can buy a helmet, like a fucking like Stormtrooper helmet, but it has a little teeny tiny four-digit number on it, and each number is different. But the helmets are the same. So, like, you can spend cryptocurrency. You can spend Tezos or something. You go on Ubisoft's own uh, crypto blockchain platform called Quartz to buy the same helmet everyone else owns. But it's like, oh, no, but this is helmet 0027. It's a low-numbered helmet. The lower the number of helmet, the lower of number of dates I've been on. Hey, oh, my God. Can you imagine the absolute bloodbath that's going to go on for 69? <laughs> Or 420. Oh, no. You did. Wow, you really turned me around on this. I really. How much money would I spend on Ubisoft Quartz Tom Clancy Helmet 69 or 420? I mean, I almost spent $1,000 on ports. Yeah. My, my drunk fiance was brainwashing me into thinking that buying them all would be of some kind of virtuous act. They're not real. <laughs> That's not what you said real. at the time. You got inside my head. You got inside my head. You are so easily persuaded. I had an experience recently where I was so easily persuaded. So I was in this like depression hole for the past week. And here's what I was thinking about recently is here's how I know when it's getting real bad. So I have this one friend that I'm like a pussy instead of uh, drinking myself to death. I decided to call a friend. So I called my friend and she's in all this like woo woo shit. Like she has once said, without a shred of irony, I would trust my life to my horoscope. (laughs) so i call her and i'm talking to her about like my feelings and stuff and she's like oh my god you know what why this is this is because you're you're not manifesting you're only surviving and i'm so fucked in the head i'm like you know what maybe i do need to spend more time talking to myself in the mirror in the morning wait that's what manifesting is yeah you look at your you stare at yourself and you say i am rich i am hot i am beautiful and then eventually you become it 
or in most cases, you're already rich and hot and beautiful and you just manifest. Manifestation shit is so wild to me because you will really run into like a hot girl and she'll be like, yeah, no, I just thought really hard about my $4,000 apartment in Brooklyn and it happened eventually. Their parents are paying for it. And you have to be like, yeah, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> wow, the secret. Whoa, wow, you really, you made, you really made things happen. I mean, yeah, really. I, I genuinely do like the idea of starting off your day with some positive affirmations. I mean, I don't know that it can get you an apartment, but I do think like if you think you're like an ugly son of a bitch, waking up every day and going like, hey, you don't look that bad. There's way uglier people than you. Chins up, sport. What could it hurt? You already think you're awful. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll give it a go. But yeah, you know, that's when I, I know that I, it's time it's time to reassess the psychological situation is when I start thinking, you know what? Uh, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I do need magic rocks rubbed on my forehead. You should. I'm telling you, some of these crystals are pretty cool. <laughs> And that's how I learned, or that's how I figured out that I would totally, it would be so easy to get me to join a cult. It would be so easy if you got me at the right moment, of which there are many. It would be, you would have no trouble getting me involved, like to cut my pinky off or something. All right. Well, speaking of manifesting things, your father manifested a pretty amazing Christmas gift for you. Um, Oh, early Christmas gift. Yeah. Hang on. Let me uh, shut my door. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, this is great. All right. So my dad, my dad loves three things on this earth, Asterios. Three things and that's it. He loves President Donald Trump, our current president, who I just (laughs) (laughs) got an email for. uh, Apparently, Donald Trump is opening a new social media website and I text them to stop and they won't stop (laughs) sending me. I don't know which one you fuckers signed me up for this, but I hate it. Thank you. It's your dad. I guarantee it's your dad. It probably fucking is my dad. My dad loves President Donald Trump. He loves falling asleep watching Columbo. And he loves smoking big fat toys. (laughs) So recently he- Oh, by uh, the way, listeners, it's taking all my strength to not just go into an hour-long rant about Columbo. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Keep going. We can have a- Oh my God, we should get my dad on for Columbo. I want to do- I want to talk about our- me and your dad's top five Columbos. Like, I wonder, like, where does he put the Johnny Cash episode of Columbo? Where does he put the Tony Randall episode of Columbo? Where does he put death under glass? Well, my dad, my dad consumes media in a way that, like, I consume food. Like, he'll watch the same exact thing over and over and over again until one day he suddenly gets bored with it. And recently it's been Columbo. He's seen every episode of Columbo, but I digress. He loves smoking big, fat marijuana joints. <laughs> so he recently came over and visited, and he left me a, a present. You know what I mean? You could just say your dad gave you a bag of weed. I weed. mean, so, <laughs> so, this is the first time I've ever heard of a parent gifting their child marijuana as a Christmas present. I mean, that's awesome. You're it. It, it genuinely makes your dad cooler that he did this. Yeah, no, I was working the other day and he called me and he was like, hey, do you want to go for a car smoke and then watch 90 Day Fiance? I was like, dad, I want to do that more than anything in the world. If I don't make some money today, things aren't going to be good. The fuck, me and you've got to go on r slash anti-work. If they heard about this, it's that like working in capitalism stopped you from smoking and watching Columbo with your dad, there'd be a fucking revolution in the streets. Exactly. Everyone deserves to smoke with their dad. <laughs> 
watch 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day Journeys. That's what we've been getting into because my dad has never seen the show. So every time he comes over, I make him sit down and watch one of those 90 Day Journeys that just kind of pieces together all the scenes on Discovery+. Yeah, Plus. yeah 90 Day Journeys are these clip shows where it'll, it'll just be like eight hours of one couple's relationship. They're, they're great. Oh, yeah, they are great. So my dad gifts me this. And I don't know what to do with it. So I call Asterios and I'm like, Asterios, how how do you weed? How do you do this? And he says, you got to make immediately, you know, you know, because I mentioned, I'm like, I don't know where to buy things. I don't want to play around with like cigarette papers. He's like, oh, you just use an apple. And I'm like, fucking what? How do you do this an apple? Explain how you use an apple. Listeners, if you don't have a pipe or rolling papers or something, it's as easy as getting an apple, getting a ballpoint pen. Pull the pen part out so you just have a tube. Then you like stab it all the way through the apple. Like you're running through the apple with a sword. So you create like a channel through the apple. Then you take the pen and where the stem is, you shove it halfway down and then you pull it out. So now you've created like a T joint in this apple. You put a big nugget of weed where the stem is and you light that up. You smoke out of one side of the apple and then hold your finger over the other side like a carb and bing, bam, boom, you have a weed pipe. And I've done this thousands of times and it works great. It's a surprisingly good weed pipe. Like, what did you think of the apple pipe? I used a Granny Smith apple. <laughs> Does the flavor of apple that you use affect its quality and taste? Yeah, you want like a firm, crispy apple. You don't want like a soft, mealy apple. Oh, yeah, okay. The crisper the apple, the longer this thing lasts. Yeah, so speaking of mealy apples, so I used a Granny Smith apple. I, don't, I guess I did it correctly because, Asterius, I was out of my gosh darn mind. I don't even know what it was. I was so, I have never gotten to the point where I was so high I had memory loss. <laughs> memory loss. But last night I did. I did. I was like, I gotta, I remember thinking, I gotta hide this shit. So and then I hid it from myself. And I couldn't find it. And then I woke up this morning. I'm like, oh, I got to find where I left that apple and the substance because I'm in deep shit if I don't. If your mom finds this bed, because you're at your mom's house right now. Yes, I um, am. Did you? Okay, first question first. Did you light the apple on fire? What? No, was I supposed to light the apple on fire? <laughs> no, it's just sometimes like when people smoke out of an apple, they light the weed like too hot. And then that catches on fire and it can like light a small part of the apple on fire. And it's very funny to see like people smoking weed out of a flaming apple. A flaming apple. That sounds good. I'll try that next time. I'll try intentionally to set the apple on fire. <laughs> okay. So then you were like, I, I got to hide this. So did you want to hide the weed from yourself so that you'd stop smoking it? No, I wanted to hide it in case someone was putzing around where they shouldn't be putzing around and stumbled upon it. <laughs> Okay, so you were hiding it from your, from your mom. Correct. Right. So where, because I remember this morning you called me, you were like, I can't find the apple. I can't find the apple. And I'm like, it's a giant apple. It smells like weed. I don't know how hard this is going to be to find in your room. So where did you hide the apple? Oh, yeah, no, I woke up and the first thought of my mind is, you stupid piece of shit. Where did you hide this apple? So I found it after about 35 minutes of searching. I found, I was convinced that the cylinder that I was holding the substance in was in a jacket pocket because I remembered slipping something in a jacket pocket. So I searched all my jacket pockets before I remembered, oh, wait, that was my credit card. <laughs> I put it in my pocket yesterday. 
You thought you slipped a giant apple full of weed and burn marks in a jacket pocket? No, like I'm I, carrying it around. You know those old-fashioned film containers that you used yes. to use? That's yes. what I have the excess uh, marijuana in. Oh, okay. All right. So you knew where the apple was. No, no, I did not. I also lost the apple. This is what I'm saying. Okay. So so you've lost the so now you've lost the two critical pieces of evidence that you smoked weed at your mom's house. All right. So where was the let's let's get the apple out of the way first. Where was the apple? Oh, now now you would think, you would think how hard could it possibly be to find a rotting apple somewhere? Yes. yes. It's, large it's like yay big it stinks and it's gonna <laughs> start melting and it it reeks it reeks so it took me 25 minutes to find the apple and where i did find it is i have one of these big facial steamers and in the facial steamer on the back you have to remove a tank and fill it with water and it was in the water <laughs> i can never use that thing again right dunked the apple in a water tank on the back of the thing you used to cook your face? Right, like in an industrial spa quality facial steamer. I just dunked it in. Why did you put the thing? Would it be fair? Is this a clear chamber? Yes. So you're not even hiding it. Like, that's the thing. Your mom comes in and there's like an apple and just a bunch of like black acrid goo and like weed flakes floating at the top like a dead goldfish. How is that hiding it? I mean, I do weird stuff all the time. I probably could have convinced her like, no, it's it's good for your skin putting apple and uh, acrid goo. And <laughs> that's actually activated charcoal. I guess you could have fooled her in a thingy that was like, yeah, okay. All right. I didn't know you had a facial steamer. Do those things work? Uh, what do you mean work? What are you expecting them to do? Anything to make my face better? Why the hell are you fucking steaming your face unless it's to make your face better? It do it feel make good. your face better? It make you feel good? It just feel good. <laughs> That's it. It doesn't like open up your pores and like help like relieve the tension in your face and reduce the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles i've heard some people well it definitely doesn't do that last one i've heard some people say that it opens your pores and then i've had other people argue that it's impossible to open and close your pores uh i just think it feels good all right all right so you turned it into like the world's most expensive vape which is pretty great <laughs> yeah uh, uh -huh. <laughs> where was the film canister full of weed oh that one made more sense that was in my drawer of panties oh Okay, well, I, I can imagine like your mom's not gonna want to be rooting around in your in her daughter's panty drawer. Oh yeah, and the smell of the drugs dissipates because of the horrid smell coming from inside the drawer. <laughs> I think that'll do it for the loudest podcast <laughs> this week. Uh Go to spiteincorporated.com. We got mugs and T-shirts and medallions on sale. Um, the shipping deadlines are approaching. They are. If you want to get this in time for Christmas, you I you need to order soon. I know I say this every week, but seriously, now we're down to the wire. If you want to surprise your loved one with a sonic or a stereo chew medallion, maybe add your own navy if it's a loved one. <laughs>
<laughs> and you got to head on over to spiteincorporated.com. We are running out of medallions. There are also t-shirts and mugs. And one of them is a mug that I've been asking for for years now. It's the Sarancho with the, what the fuck did you just suck up to say about me, you fucking Garfacino? <laughs> it's the Navy SEAL copy pasta written like, as Garfield eats, and it actually, the text is real. It's not just nonsense. <laughs> no, it's really good. And uh, yeah, spiderincorporated.com. That's it for the loudest podcast this week. We'll, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.